Greetings from the Pumpkin Patch and welcome Halloweeniacs to the Jack-O-Lantern Press Podcast. My name is Michael Piccarella. And my name's Tom Piccarella. It's Monster Monday when Tom and I talk about and briefly profile a monster of the week. This Monday's monster, in honor of Cinco de Mayo tomorrow, Chupacabra. So, according to Fandom.com, El Chupacabra is a cryptid that is renowned for its attacks on livestock, hence the Spanish name the Goat Sucker. It supposedly eats chickens, goats, and other farm animals and pets. It has been reported all over the Americas, specifically southwestern United States, Mexico, and Puerto Rico. Now, there are two common versions of the chupacabra. There's a reptilian kind, which people say is the true chupacabra, and there's a kind that resembles carnivorous animals like wolves, jackals, foxes, coyotes, even the domestic dog. There have been more than 2,000 sightings of both types of these chupacabra, and when it sucks blood, it allegedly makes an odd noise. Now, I knew about Chupacabra before. I've known about them for years. Like, you just hear about them. Maybe that's because we live in California or Southern California. I don't know. But I knew about them. But I really got excited about Chupacabra when we went to Magic Mountain's Fright Fest a few years ago. And they had a Chupacabra haunted maze. And I remember we were waiting in line for the Revolution roller coaster. And that's in, like, that little Mexican village there. Um, in Magic Mountain, and you're hearing these these noises come out of where that maze was, and I was like, what the heck is that? And sure enough, there was this chupacabra maze. And so I was like, oh, we got to check that out, because it just sounded creepy, and you hear like these weird animal noises, and you know, which we'd find out were the chupacabra. And as you're waiting in line, there's like this bloodied up bride telling all the people waiting that on Dio de los Muertos, the Day of the Dead, which was her wedding day, how a chupacabra ravaged her her small town in Mexico and her entire wedding party. And then you go into the the maze. Unfortunately, the maze sucked. (laughs) It was like it could have been so good. But nevertheless, it got me pretty excited about a chupacabra. Um, and it got me excited about putting it in our book, Transylvania Traveler. So, you know, we'll we'll touch on that a little more later. But uh, it is definitely a, a monster that that I like. So, as far as uh, history and mythology, I found on an article from May fifteenth, nineteen ninety six, on CNN.com that Mexico's bloodsucker. They're asking, is it myth or reality? So journalist Lucia Newman writes, Is it a mutant vampire? Is it an extraterrestrial? Or is it simply a figment of someone's overactive imagination? 
The chupacabra defies definition, but several strange and unexplained incidents in Mexico are causing locals to believe the creature is more than just a myth. Legend has it that the chupacabra, Spanish for goat sucker, has fiery eyes and resembles a cross between a giant dog and a lizard. The creature is said to walk upright on two feet, sink its fangs into its victims, and kill them by drinking their blood. The creature has been accused of killing goats, sheep, and chickens, and generally terrorizing Mexico's countryside. Uh, people say it can't be a dog or a coyote, like officials say, because a dog can't kill 10 goats with a single blow. And evidently, these stories say that. Those who claim to have seen it say the goat sucker is big and hairy with wings. I hadn't heard the one about wings, but in this article it says that. Long fangs and legs like a kangaroo. In the north of Mexico, terrified peasants have tried to hunt the chupacabra with the help of police, but even a handsome reward hasn't been sufficient to bring about the capture or even a photograph of the mysterious creature. The goat sucker is also being blamed for at least one broken marriage. A man has demanded a divorce from his wife after failing to believe her story that the marks on her neck were caused by the goat sucker. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, authorities say tests on goat victims indicate the so-called goat sucker is probably a wolf or coyote, but that's done nothing to abate the goat sucker fever sweeping Mexico. Some, however, say the chupacabra has been invented by the government to draw attention away from Mexico's acute economic crisis. The goat sucker is the, is the government because the people are suffering horribly from poverty, one woman said. Now, <laughs> according to Wikipedia, Puerto Rican comedian and entrepreneur Silverio Perez is credited with coining the term chupacabra soon after the first incidents were reported in the press. Now, the first reported attack... Um, which eventually they attributed to the chupacabra, occurred in March of 1995 in Puerto Rico. Eight sheep were discovered dead, each with three puncture wounds in the chest area and reportedly completely drained of blood. A few months later in August, an eyewitness, Madeline Tolentino, reported seeing the creature in the Puerto Rican town of Can Cano Canovenus. My Spanish sucks, but it's that's the town, something like that. <laughs> when as many as 150 farm animals and pets were reportedly killed. In 1975, so we're going back now, similar killings in the small town of Mocha were attributed to El Vampiro de Mocha, the vampire of Mocha. Initially, it was suspected that the killings were committed by a satanic cult, Later, more killings were reported around the island, and many farms reported loss of animal life. Each of the animals was reported to have had its body bled dry through a series of small circular incisions. Other animal deaths, which could be attributed to the chupacabra, were reported in other countries such as the Dominican Republic, Argentina, Bolivia, Chile, Colombia, Honduras, El Salvador, Nicaragua, Panama, Peru, Brazil, even the United States, and of course, Mexico. So that's Chupacabra. Don't you think, in a way, that this, 
the chupacabra is like is like Bigfoot. It's hard to spot. Nobody could ever see him. And when people do see him, we have all this technology. This is the, this is my biggest issue with with these types of of creatures or monsters, if you want to call UFOs, them. UFOs, ghosts. Yeah, I mean, so even yeah. UFOs, for instance, at least you know there's there's some actual, possibly legit, you know, uh, footage. You know, like like for instance, the the, the it's government fuzzy, basically. Though. What's that? <laughs> it's always fuzzy though. With all the technology we fuzzy. have, no one has a clear. Yeah, know. we have you know 4K cameras, and for whatever reason, we can't seem to ever get any footage, actual footage of Bigfoot. We have night vision and all of this crazy stuff that these people go out and they, they do these huge investigations. They spend probably thousands, if not millions of dollars on this equipment to go out and and find these things and yet we don't have great footage of anything and so even even doing the research of the chupacabra i will say that i did not even know what it was until we started doing the book and then i looked into it and then started getting more and more excited about the creature and then as we were even doing the research for this podcast you should see the the different combinations of things that are out there. I mean, even if anybody goes and does some research, you will see a ton of different combinations of of the chupacabra that's out there. And and then there's there's shows galore. Um, it, it's it's quite interesting. But I'm gonna go into powers and weaknesses. And the first one that I want to to bring up, which we'll put these links in the show notes. Uh, is unnaturalworld.fandom.com. This one kind of does gives a, a brief sort of description. It goes into it has a, a a different kind of picture that is not the same as some of the other stuff. So like you said, there's all these different combinations. This one kind of looks to me uh like um what is it uh uh god i'm having a brain fart on the movie uh it's uh predator that's what i was trying to think of predator oh predator does does it does this picture that's on this this one the chupacabra unnatural world wiki if you click on that link mike it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of predator even though he was like an alien but they even said in your description that it could be an alien of, of some sort. Um, yeah, extraterrestrial into, being of some type. Yeah. Huh. They go into his powers having hypnosis, a venomous bite, so he's basically poisoning people, an infectious bite, so, I mean, obviously you could he could transform you into a chupacabra. I mean, um, you know what he looks like also? He almost looks like a bat, so it would if you're, if yeah. you're looking at if you're considering this thing a vampire of some sort, actually, if you think about Bram Stoker's Dracula, the Francis Ford Coppola movie, when he's he's like that bat creature, that's exactly what he looks like in this in this particular picture, anyway. Yeah, in this picture, yeah. Um, obviously, he has uh, enhanced strength. Um, it says, uh, "Is that Gene Genet?" Jeanette swapping, which means that the chupacabra can copy its victim's abilities. That's interesting. Flight. That says the creatures 
uh, are capable of gliding long distance. So it doesn't actually say that it flies. I, I don't think it flies like, you know, maybe a bat or a bird or something. I think it's more of like a, a gliding from maybe one destination to the next. Uh, they can reproduce without a romantic partner uh, because they lay eggs. So that's interesting as well. Uh, some of the weak weaknesses, uh, they're saying sunlight. Uh, the chupacabra would be destroyed if exposed to sunlight, which I did not know that. Uh, I think it's kind of funny here that, that they're sitting there talking Whoa, about... I got cobra in the house. Hang on. Sorry about that, Tom. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> the chupacabra would die if it was shot. Fire. Fire burns the chupacabra. Uh, chupacabra. Oh, fire's a good idea. Hang on. Sorry about that, Tom. So what else kills a chupacabra? Uh, acid venom bites. I'm not really sure where they're getting all this blunt force. So, I mean, on a, honestly, you could probably piece together any sort of, of combination of weapon and kill this thing. I don't think it's got, like, any sort of superpower uh, type stuff. Uh, there's a really cool picture on another link uh, called powerlisting.fandom.com. Uh, that imagery, it, it looks really good. Uh, we were talking about this earlier today, but it goes into some of its capabilities uh, and some of the, the other things that, that they have. looks really neat. Um, it's like this green green guy. He's got this sort of fur on the back, this elongated uh, sort of face, these cool-looking eyes, and then he's, he's gnawing on something, and he's up in a tree, and I, it, it definitely <laughs> looks cool. Yeah, that guy is neat. So then I, I started doing some more digging, and I found on something called Ben 10 Planet, which is a cartoon series that's on uh, the Cartoon Network. And they apparently came out with a an episode that will link the, uh, uh, the YouTube video. It's a, it's a Chupacabra video from Ben 10, and it's about an attack. But they even have that chupacabra in uh, as a, a cartoon person, uh, and then they list off all of his abilities and his powers and stuff like that, uh, which they go into some of this one's uh, from Ben 10's little animated series there. They go into some saying life force absorption, uh, petrification, enhanced agility, enhanced reflexes, enhanced speed, long tongue, uh, I, base, uh, let's see, affiliations, it says, formerly known as Dr. Uh, Animo. So I've never seen any of this stuff before, but if any of our listeners have, that this is another sort of association to the Chupacabra. So I thought that was interesting to throw in here. Some of the other stuff, you're not even going to believe this, but I went into into Steam, which is a huge cloud sort of based video gaming uh, place. I'm sure people who play video games know of Steam. They do PC gaming. 
But there's a there's a game that came out on July 23rd, 2019 uh, by White Hammer, uh, who's the developer. And they came out with a game called Chupacabra, <laughs> which I couldn't even believe. The game's uh, basically uh, $9.99. And uh, I haven't played it, but it looks kind of cool. Dude, it looks pretty cool. I'm sitting here watching the... If they just get rid of the dang credits and just show the graphics they keep keep showing like a piece of it and then like they're telling the whole story in these titles but the yeah and that's that pretty I'm much seeing, all they do in awesome. it oh that is all they do that's stupid the other thing i found the stuff was, they do show looks neat i think it, it the graphics don't look too bad on it i don't know if it's going to yeah. stand up with you know any of your major games out there but it looks fun yeah. I also found on Amazon, and like I said, we'll link this in the show notes as well, uh, uh, Haywire Group Chupacabra Survive the Night. It's a board game for, it's 50 bucks, but it looks kind of neat. Um, Dude, I'm assuming 50 that, bucks? Yeah, I don't know why it's 50 bucks, but it's 50 bucks. But it's huh. it's a board game that, that uh, basically the... The description here says, turn out the lights and try to be the last mammal standing in this survival dice game based on Latin American folklore. Each player takes six dice and rolls them, and they basically go on. If you roll a chupacabra, you could take out your opponent's chickens, goats, and ox. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of funny Uh... that they, they invented an entire game out of the chupacabra. Uh, I also found funny. a TV show called The Lost Tapes. We'll put this link in the show notes as, as well. And they kind of went into some a little bit more detail. I guess on The Lost Tapes, they did a whole uh, episode on the uh, on the Chupacabra. And they have a couple of other things like uh, what's the alias, which he doesn't have one. His power and skills are speed, persistence, and fangs. His hobby is hunting prey. His goals uh, are to hunt and kill anything it finds. Uh, his crimes are murder and animal cruelty. And the type of villain that he is is a homo- homicidal uh, stalker. So I thought that was kind of mm, interesting. And then there was a book that I found on Amazon uh, called Chupacabra Cryptic Hunters. And it looks kind of neat. Uh, there's a paperback for twenty four ninety nine, but if you want the hardcover, you could save yourself some money and buy it for thirteen sixty three. If you want to wait, uh, you could buy a used copy for three dollars, uh, or you can get the Kindle for four ninety nine. But this looks kind of cool. I was reading the back of it. Uh, it looks like it came out on January six two thousand fifteen by Roland Smith was the author. So it's got eighty seven ratings and five stars. So that's pretty cool. Uh, other than that, that's that's about all I had as far as my information goes. It was pretty neat, though, learning a little bit more about it and even the historical stuff that you had. But really, the question that I that I still have is, how many people believe in this thing? I mean, do people really believe? And you said, even in your notes that you were reading, you said there was a, a recent one from 1995 in Puerto Rico uh, that that's interesting because I don't remember hearing about that at all. Oh yeah, they have all kinds of all kinds of reports of them regularly, 
but there was a recent episode on the Nightmare 365 podcast where they kind of dive into it a little bit on their April 21st weekday weird episode, which was a cool episode. They kind of get into it a little bit, but I think even... Yeah, it was a fun uh, one for sure. Yeah, but yeah, they're, they're definitely... People report them all the time. You know, it's like UFOs and Bigfoot. There's always something. But uh, as far as movies go, uh, in 1997, there was one called Guns of El Chupacabra. In 2003, there was Scooby-Doo and the Monster of Mexico. In 2011, there's Night of the Chupacabras. And of course, with Eric Estrada, a.k.a. Poncharello from Chips... There's 2013's Chupacabra versus the Alamo, which I just watched again today. Dude, that movie. Here's the thing. Okay, so first off, here's our tie-in to Cinco de Mayo, because that movie takes place on the big attack happens on Cinco de Mayo. It's a Cinco de Mayo movie, and it's a ton of fun. The Chupacabra basically used the drug tunnels to get into the U.S., And I just have to say this. There's nothing like Poncharello saying, Chupa this, and then he blows away a, a cobra. <laughs> it's, just, it's home to one of the most famous battles in history. But it's never seen an attack like this. We got Chupacabras all up in here! The Chupacabra drinks blood. Five men are dead. And you're talking about an urban legend? This is not how you remember. And they come! The Alamo. That's what I'm talking about. Eric Estrada. Chupa this! Chupacabra versus the Alamo, a sci-fi original movie. And I think some of the charm of this movie are it's the cheesiness and the lo-fi effects because some of the effects are really bad and it has like paunches on his motorcycle like i'm sure they're like if we're gonna have poncherello in this dang thing he's got to be on his bike like in chips but they used like this horrible green screen whatever they did it looks so bad and even the chupacabra like you could see in so many scenes like they're not standing on the grass or anything they're just like digitally placed in however like i said i feel like it's the charm of the movie and here's the thing if you're gonna watch this movie it's definitely meant to be watched with the group and you have to not take it seriously and i think even the filmmakers didn't take it too serious and it makes it a lot of fun. So maybe for Cinco de Mayo, um, you can have some friends over and watch it. Although uh, this year there may be no Coronas due to being stuck inside, isolated because of all the Corona. So maybe you're going to have to do a Zoom conference. Now, if you want to get more Chupacabra movies, not just that classic Chupacabra versus the Alamo, which I highly recommend seeing again, you can go to a site that we'll link in the show notes. Uh, Ranker.com did a list of the best Chupacabra movies out there. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) there are a ton of fun ones on there. I will say that for the win came uh, a movie called uh, Indigenous, came out in uh, 2014. I have not seen it, but that was their number one, and there were a bunch of others. You could uh, click on the link, see what other ones are there. If you have Prime, Amazon Prime, 
just type in chupacabra in your search and there's a bunch that that come up that you can you can stream so uh, i would say jump into it and if not that then uh you should just watch the three amigos from 1986 there's no <laughs> chupacabras in it but it's just awesome my little buttercup has the sweetest smile so if you're in Transylvania and you're looking for some Chupacabra, look no further than Chupacabra Village inside the Valley of Doom. At uh, Goat Sucker Farms, you'll find that they breed more Chupacabra than anyone else, this and that side of the Transylvanian border. And don't forget to try the Chupacabra on a stick at Chupacabra Kitchen, which is a great outdoor eatery in the village. Um, and you can learn more about those places in our book, Transylvania Traveler, which is a guide through Transylvania. It'll get you all the way to uh, Valley of Doom and, and Chupacabra Village, and hopefully <laughs> it'll get you out of it. Um, and yeah, you can I'm find sitting, that hold guy. On. Real quick, before before you even continue, I, I just it cracks me up, too, that we're sitting here talking about Chupacabra on a stick. That's, <laughs> I mean, there goes... <laughs> There goes to show you just a little bit about about what our book is about. It's a it, there's a lot of comedy in it, and I mean that that is just it just makes me laugh. I remember when we were reading that and uh, uh, the million times that we went through the book. But yeah, I, it's just funny. It's it a tasty treat, chupacabra on a stick. Is. But you can learn more about that in our book, which you can find at jackolanternpress.com. So. Run on out, check that thing out, and uh, get yourself some chupacabra on a stick. So, anything else, Tom, before we call it a night? No, that'll do it. Alright, perfect. Well, there you have it. Another, uh, Another one for Monster Monday. For more about the monster universe and the monster revolution that's upon us, or to become a monster revolutionary yourself, go to jackolanternpress.com and also check out our Facebook group, Monster Revolution, which we'll link up in our uh, show notes. So we thank you for joining us this evening, and we'll meet up again soon in the pumpkin patch. Oh, and you make sure you have a happy Cinco de Mayo, to Mar- uh, Cinco de Mayo tomorrow. Don't forget Chupacabra versus the Alamo. Chupa this! Ah!